Welcome back to the Focus B Show. This is Katie Stoddart here, aka the Focus B. And on this show, I interview high performers and leaders around the world to discover their secrets on peak performance, productivity, mindfulness, and leadership. So if you want to take your performance and your leadership to the next level, then you're in the right place. Listen up and connect with the magic. I'm really excited to announce that in the upcoming weeks, I'm launching my new program to help you to optimize your time and your energy to reach the results and impact you want in your business and in your life. If you want to find out more about my new program, check out thefocusbee.com program. We've spoken a bit about taking ownership and abundance mindset. And I hope since yesterday's episode that you've been practicing this and that you've been implementing it in your life. An aspect we don't often think of in terms of time management, or as, I, as you know now, time management doesn't exist, but in terms of being in the time and using your time effectively, is to look at how you manage your thoughts and your emotions. You might wonder, so what's the link with time? If you're paying attention to the previous episode, you'll know that mindset in terms of abundance and ownership come from our thought patterns. If you're constantly thinking you don't have enough time, there'll never be enough time in the day for you to do this. These are thoughts. And what happens with these thoughts is that you then, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You then have less time and you always feel rushed because you keep telling yourself you always feel rushed. And you won't be able to achieve what you want in your life because you'll always feel that you're running behind things, that everything's crammed together, that there's no space, mental space and energy. And emotions kind of go hand in hand with your thoughts, right? If you start to think that you're busy or stressed or there's not enough time, you'll start to feel anxious, nervous, irritated, frustrated, angry, upset, so many different emotions. And here's the thing, when you feel all of these emotions, you're not really present with your activities. And what you might want to do or achieve at that moment will take you twice the amount of time, three times the amount of time, because of all this huge ball of emotions. So let me give you a concrete example. Let's say you have a proposal to send to a client, for instance, and you start writing this proposal and you think of your whole to-do list and everything you want to do that day and start to feel rushed and stressed. And your thoughts go something like, I don't have time for this proposal. This is not the right time for me to, to write it. I'm so busy. I have so many other things to do. This isn't my priority. Just, you know, just saying all these sentences makes me feel stressed. So you start saying all of these sentences to yourself and then the emotions come in. You start to feel stressed. You start to feel anxious. And now the thing is, if you weren't having these thoughts and you were just focusing on your proposal, 
those emotions wouldn't be there. I tell you what, you'd write it a lot faster, a lot more effectively without those thoughts in your mind that keep interrupting your flow. Because those types of emotions in that moment don't really serve you. They create extra stress. And this is what happens with time. A lot. A lot. Listen to people. Listen to yourself. When you say, I'm so busy, I'm so rushed, I don't have time. How does it make you feel? And how much time, paradoxically, are you losing because of these thoughts and these emotions? Look at the most effective people you know. Look at the people that you think are so efficient or so high-performing. Do they say these sentences? Or do you see them flow from one activity to the next? They'll do one thing, they'll thin that report, maybe get up, have a quick stretch, bam, sit down, do the next thing, like drink a little cup of coffee, come back, sit down, do the next thing, have a chat or lunch, come back. And it's, it's as if they don't have time <laughs> uh, to have these thoughts. But what I mean by this is they've realized that having these thoughts of lack of time or emotions or stress just is too time consuming and not worth it and demoralizing. So they don't do that. Of course, they have other skills that I'll be discussing in other episodes, such as, you know, the Pareto principle or the Parkinson law or time slotting or Pomodoro or all of these things that you can use in terms of tools, prioritizing to support you in knowing how you want to spend your time. For sure, they have those and we'll cover them too. But also they've learned to manage those sorts and emotions. They've learned that when you hear in your mind, oh, I don't have time, I'm so stressed, that that doesn't help you. And instead, managing your energy, taking a really deep breath in the stomach, in your chest, and exhaling out. Doing that three, four times, thinking, what's my next action now? Then just doing it, and then moving on to the next activity, and not feeling like it's constricted and you can't fit it in. I talk from experience because one of the reasons I'm passionate about productivity and high performance, one of them is because I used to struggle to manage my time. We always teach and practice what we've struggled with. So all the productivity people you see out there, they really struggled with it <laughs> or that wouldn't be what they're teaching or talking about. I know that my struggle used to be that I never allowed enough room for transitions by this, I mean that if I had a yoga class from 10 to 11, I'd book something at quarter past 11, not realizing that maybe the time that I get changed and walk to that place or do something, it would all be too tight. Now, this is one of the things that you can start to implement long, longer transitions, but it actually comes down to really noticing what pace do you want to go with? And realizing, and this comes back to managing your thoughts and emotions also, but realizing that when you're too rushed, you start to have these thoughts and emotions. And even though I could maybe arrive at quarter past 11 for that appointment and be just on time, those thoughts and those emotions on my commute and as I'm getting changed after a yoga class <laughs> that's supposedly relaxing or makes you feel good, 
they were shifting my state and my energy, which means that I would be less focused, for instance, in that appointment. Realizing that transitions are great and that you need to allow more time and space. It's about creating more space in your life so that it's easier to manage your thoughts and emotions. Because if you've already decided that you're going to spend half an hour or 45 minutes transitioning or commuting or doing something and you allow that extra room, then those thoughts and emotions won't happen (laughs) because you'll be on time. It's so obvious. If you allow an hour for a meeting, they'll probably take 45 minutes, then you're allowing an extra 15 minutes space where if you finish early, you get to breathe, get up, have a tea cup, uh, yeah, a cup of tea, more like than a teacup, and you feel good. And you don't have those thoughts of I'm so stressed. On the other hand, if you allow 30 minutes for a talk that ends up being 45 minutes and you have another call afterwards and you're late for the next call, all those thoughts, all all of these emotions pile up. So what I'm really talking about here is it's a combination of both managing your thoughts and emotions on a daily basis, which comes from noticing them, noticing what the thoughts come up, pay attention, then accepting them, don't judge, just accept, and then reframing. How can I think about this differently? What's another way of putting this? And then coming back to the present and doing the tasks that you're actually doing. That's one aspect of managing thoughts and emotions. And the other aspect is that if you allow more space in your transitions, if you allow more room, more space, more yeah, breathing time (laughs) in between activities, then you won't feel as rushed. So you won't have to manage your thoughts and emotions as much because you'll put yourself under ideal conditions. And this also we'll discuss further on the episode on boundaries because it's another important aspect of time, how you create these longer transitions. But it's important for you to know that No matter what the circumstances are, circumstances are neutral and our thoughts are filter. And they give the shade of circumstances. So something can look great or look terrible depending on the thought that you have. So managing your thoughts that will change your emotions is huge, huge and has a huge impact on your time. And then, yes, if you can make your life easier for you (laughs) and create transitions and space and room in your life so that you don't have that stress, then that's an added bonus. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want other people to hear the message, please share a comment or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't hesitate to be in touch. Write to me your main insight from this episode and if this has been useful to you. I'm available on all social media, so I'm not hard to find. (laughs) And I'm wishing you a fantastic day ahead. Thank you so much for tuning in today to The Focus Bee Show. I would absolutely love to hear your feedback. So let me know in an Apple review or YouTube comment what was most valuable for you. And feel free to share this episode with a friend or a family member. Wishing you a wonderful, magical and focused day ahead.